The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Homeboy 88 of the Video Game Connection Podcast. Now with video on Spotify, just like Joe Rogan, complete with a special intro, game clips, movie clips, and music videos, all in one show. It's a jam-packed hour of a great audio and visual experience. So check it out on Spotify and press play. One of the only video podcasts out today. So... Type in the Video Game Connection Podcast on Spotify to experience the show. Thank you. Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Shelton Benjamin. I don't know if the officials saw it because of their placement on the top, but hey! Town down. He looks to have it. Theory, can he put him away? Yes, he can. See ya, says Otis. Good night. hoping the public would shame the Miz and he would finally tell the truth and actually pay Dexter Loomis. But that did not happen. So I realized 
I needed stronger evidence against the Miz. You know that big Hollywood movie producer you had dinner with? She was actually a private investigator. She was wearing a hidden camera. And I happen to have the footage. Everything John was saying. It's true. I orchestrated the whole thing. You paid extra limits. I did. Yeah, like. I saw an opportunity to boost my career, and it did exactly that. Like, my agent's phone has not stopped ringing. I've been taking meetings after meetings after meetings. Like, everything's been going perfect until I stopped paying Dexter, and, and he has not let up. Hold on, why did you stop paying Dexter? He's like crazy, like, out of control. I mean, I, I am saying, like, WWE corporate was asking too many questions. The police were talking about getting involved. They got too hot to handle. So I kiboshed everything. Now, granted, he who shall not be named, you know, he did some work. I don't think he should have got paid. Like, if a project goes under, nobody gets paid, am I right? After what? Oh my God! God! Ball game! Ball game! Not made to it. He's done. Where does Dana Brooke fit into all this? Into this equation? What equation? I think she fits right for the victory here to put away Dana Brooke, and she is the new 24/7 champ. Wait. Oh no! It's 
Mia Yim! Mia Yim is back in WWE! And she's just flattened Rhea Ripley. And now it's all kicking off inside the ring. Well, the OC wanted an equalizer. Mia Yim fit the description. It is a throwdown on Monday Night Raw. The OC wanted a response. Mia Yim! Oh! Take it out, Ripley! And Mia realizes you're going to need some heavy artillery to deal with Rhea Ripley. Oh, she knows her well from the NXT days as well. This isn't a fight anymore. This isn't a match anymore. This is war! And this is ending at war games! Oh, look out for a second! It's Nikki Cross! More madness, more chaos. Nikki Cross. I, I don't know the nature of the relationship between herself and damage control, but they at least appear to be on the same side. Oh! Nikki former tag team partner with Alexa many moons ago. The neck breaker. Might as well be ancient history, Kevin Patrick. Yeah. This is a different Nikki Cross, and this is the exact same damage control. War games, Bianca. Seth Rollins, target acquired. Picked up by Deary. Eight oh. held down. This could be it for Austin Deary. Oh, Bobby. Wait a second. The Almighty is back. He's back. Lashley's not going to let it go down like this. You ruined it. You idiot. You ruined it. Oh, no. He just called Bobby Lashley an idiot. Suffering the same fate as Rollins did moments ago. Meanwhile, the referee is down and out as Bobby Lashley has Austin Theory where he wants him. First, Seth Rollins, now Austin Theory, both experiencing the wrath of the Almighty. Oh. Lashley's like a man possessed. You can say that again. I don't even think Rollins realizes what the hell's happening right now. On the second oh. Here comes Rollins! Stop! Stop! But Rollins, too exhausted to cover, there it is! He's got him! Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of
professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butt to feet and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Monday Night Machismo. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host, <laughs> he's old, he's sexy, he's evil old as fuck. It is his birthday, it is Dr. Jeff Lemon. Happy birthday my friend and welcome back to the Machismo. How does it feel being that one year older dude because it sucks in my book, just quietly. But happy birthday. Pretty accurate, that's a pretty accurate assessment. <laughs> Hopefully you like the song in the background. I thought, what birthday song can I use other than the most, you know, obvious one? I thought I'd go, you know what? Let's go Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, Jeff. Happy birthday to many more for you, Jeff. And hopefully, <laughs> no, expression, no expression. As the song goes, happy birthday to you. Come on, you don't want to sing now. Not very more lovely as a summer day. <laughs> What's another good birthday song, Jeff? Because, oh, look, we got comments happy already. Birthday, happy, happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> exactly Facebook, right. Facebook user says, happy 99th birthday, Jeff Lippman. Yeah, he's even older than that, man. Believe me. And Dollar Club Rest, he says, someone just became the first male ever with $2. With I think that's $2. me. I think it's, well, it's probably someone else. Does that mean? I'd buy that for a dollar. I guess you can buy that for $2 at this point. And Kev, if you're listening and you've got time, if you want to jump on the machismo, just let me know in the chat and I'll bring you straight in. But... Absolutely. But once again, happy birthday to you, Jeff. Hopefully you got spoiled, as I said. But before we stop talking about your birthday, because I'm sure you want to get away from it, what did you get for your birthday, dude? <laughs> I don't really get gifts anymore. <laughs> you got love. That's all that matters, Jeff. That's, right. that's, all, that's all that matters. Now we have love, what are we going to do? That's, <laughs> you know, I'm sure, I'm sure your significant other said to you, Jeff, mi amor. As in her, for you, that she's your love, your her love. Come on, right. mm-hmm. absolutely. It's like you were here. <laughs> it's like you I was there. The reverberation between the balloons and, and my voice, <laughs> the sound. <laughs> I can't, I can't. But like I said, man, I know you haven't blown out the the, the cake yet, and I, I know I you will. Oh, you did? Yeah, fried chicken, the macaroni. Oh, macaroni with cheese? Of course. Oh, nice, nice, absolutely. Anything else? Uh, it was like a salad, but the salad had fruit in it also, so it was sweet. Uh, that was really sweet. Why not a traditional Greek salad, Jeff? It's I good like for olives. you, dude. I can't believe that. What? I mean, who doesn't like olives, dude? <laughs> Happy birthday to ya. Hey, wait, we got more comments. Well, there's a lot of... Well... Sure, I can jump on. Awesome. <laughs> I'll bring you on right now. And happy birthday, my love. I'm assuming that's Viv. I hope. Oh, I thought it was the professor. 
<laughs> well, there's a lot of hearts there. Yeah. Let's just hope that is Viv. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's a track. <laughs> well, if it's not Viv, uh, yeah, we are live, folks. So, but before we continue on, let me just bring in. He has Mr. an ever-growing pantheon of, of a harem. So, I mean, at some point he'll <laughs> get around to me, right? I'm sure, yeah. Well, look, it's your day, dude. Mm. It's your day to be spoiled. I'm sure you have some <laughs> some loving later on. No, we're going to spoil the audience. <laughs> don't make me laugh. And please, no live, no live feed. We don't need that. <laughs> we don't need no live stream. feed. <laughs> oh, look, look at this. Even more happy birthdays wow. from another Facebook user. Happy birthday wow. with, with dicks. Or is that eggplants? That's some big eggplant action. <laughs> Whoever's doing the eggplant action. That's what I wanted. Jeff loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff loves the eggplants. That's what and I he wanted. loves four of them. He loves big purple the, eggplants, the, mind you. The, the answer to every question on the PwC is things. <laughs> well, well, there's one thing for sure. I know you're getting a cake tonight, but you're I'm, also getting... Cakes tonight, plural. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, man. Where is Kev? Hurry up. Come on, Dollar King. Hurry up and jump on. Uh, hey, but yeah. Cake I'm getting? Don't they have an event tomorrow? How come they're not in Hamburg setting up? Do they? Do they have an event tomorrow? I thought, yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. I think they have a big event tomorrow. Maybe it was last oh. week. Oh, they've always got something going on there at Dollar Club Wrestling. If you haven't checked them out check them out at dollar club wrestling on yeah. youtube so yeah i recommend that the championship match between the champ and un gato pussy grande did, did did he really get a master be mr kevin Pineda? was he I'm the cat spoiling for people who didn't see it i just want to say there's a really excellent commentator and interviewer there special really who was that i don't want to spoil it you got they gotta watch <laughs> Oh damn! I know I was meant to be part of it. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, things didn't go my way. Put it that way. But now we're officially here. It is the PWC Monday Night Machismo, and it is me, Jimmy T, with the birthday boy himself, Jeff Lippman, and soon to be, I assume, Kevin Panetta. But Jeff, what do you think of Raw? I mean, it's nothing compared to your birthday. I'm sure your birthday has been more amusing and shall I say entertaining than this past Monday's Raw even though I didn't mind the, the show just I'm puzzled by the decisions uh, Raw wasn't bad actually yeah, the, the last two Raws have been pretty good the, the ones before them were sort of dreadful um, there's a lot of things that are sort of puzzling but at least they you know try to make some things make sense and I guess they're continuing to undo things that the old regime did with the new regime isn't thrilled about uh, and I guess they're trying to tie something into a bow that's entirely the new regime's move because it's you know all done post the, the switch over to Triple H but yeah uh, Raw was so long ago I, I'm not sure how else I feel about it but I, I don't remember hating it and that's a good thing yeah no I didn't hate it that's for sure and um I mean it started off with a bang I remember what I, I tweeted. I, now it's coming back to me. Sorry, I think I, I think I tweeted that there was 
a pretty good 105 minute or 115 minute show in there. Unfortunately, it was 180 minutes. I mean, it, I mean, there was way too many recaps and recaps of recaps from from Crown Jewel, and then the usual recaps of what happened earlier tonight. And you know, I mean, I know it sounds like a broken record to complain about that all the time, but that is one of the reasons why AEW is easier to watch sometimes is because. There's more matches. There's, there's more promos. There's more stuff. It's just not recap, recap, recap. Now, sometimes they're trying to fit, you know, 15 pounds into a $5 bag and then too much happens at once. So, you know, so, somewhere in there, there's somewhere in there, there's a happy middle. <laughs> Speaking of uh, five pounds, whatever you want to call it, yeah. I was thinking of the NWA World Championship. And before uh, we get into Raw, What's going on with Nick Aldis? Why is he being a bitch ass? Why is he complaining about Corgan and the NWA? And clearly he wants out, and I guess he will get out. Yeah, Where's he going, notice. Jeff? Yeah, he gave uh, notice, but he's still under contract. Uh, well, yeah, but his, he's, I mean, at this point, he's got about 53 days left of his contract. He gave 60 days notice. By the way, Aaron Terrell also gave her notice, I think, yesterday. Really? Um, yeah, she was, uh, what was she, Tiffany in WWE? Tiffany, exactly. Yeah. Um, extremely good-looking woman. Um, you like blondes, don't you? <laughs> um, I mean, on TV, yeah. That's right. Thank you, Dollar. Yeah, like, Thank you, Johnny the Jobber. So sweet. Whoever that is, Kev, if that's you, I've already sent you an invite for the show. So look it's into your inbox. It's, it's, it, that, that's, I can tell that. That's a message from Johnny the Jobber. Um, so that's Johnny the Jobber. Obviously, um, <laughs> he always sends me the nice poems. Um, okay, what's going on? Why is he acting this way after he gave his notice? I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes once you do something, like you know, once you do something, the dam just breaks. I think his dam just broke. Um, I don't know because you know, I, 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 I'm, I, I sort of am, am sympathetic to Billy Corgan here. He's like. I've heard all this. I've heard those for years, and I've treated you well. And you know, you know, why are you doing this after you gave your notice? I mean, now I've got to suspend you. I wanted you to win your last match in the NWA. I want you to go out a winner. Um, now, I yeah, I don't know if Billy, Billy Corgan's full of shit, but I know that this operation has been running on a shoestring budget, and the only person that's been paid is is uh, um, what's his name again? Nick Aldis. Yeah, Nick Aldis. Nick He's Aldis, the only yeah. one that's been that's been paid like a. You know, like a WWE AEW type wage, um, so I don't really know what he's so upset about. But obviously, like, he had a lot of pent up anger over Empower and and how Mickey was treated, or what 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 kind of budget or or power she was or wasn't given. I don't know the details, but it seems strange for it to happen now. Um, anyway, where's he going? His contract ends in very early January. The Royal Rumble is at the end of January. I mean, listen, the bloodline is going strong and a lot of things has changed with Sammy. Maybe they're not so ready to put the, you know, get Cody right in there right away. Well, who was Cody's last best feud? I mean, Nick Aldis, the, 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 where they traded the NWA title, Sweet Charlotte. That I mean, whether they knew it at the time or not, that was the founding feud. That was the foundation feud for AEW. So why not revisit that? Yeah, absolutely. But look, he's in there. He's house. It is Panetta's sexy time. It is the Dollar King, Kevin Panetta. <laughs> Welcome back to the Machismo. Jimmy, you're the I only one that doesn't Iron Man stuff. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday, boy. Birthday. <laughs> I was going to put, what's a good birthday song, Kevin? 
And I'm so sorry um, for fucking last time, bro. I fucked up bad, dude. Yeah, he's he's still, he hasn't even watched it yet. He's in such shame. Yeah, What's because part, I'm dude? burnt. That's how much. No shit. I'm yeah, so pissed well, myself. I know, man. I'm just so pissed, man. I, over... I don't know. I, if you up. But... I created the entire character. Yeah, you were awesome. Oh, you were amazing, man. Thank you, dude. Damn. I don't like those backgrounds. I, I boxed anyway. a couple of calls though because I didn't realize what moves were moves, and I sort of was counting on Jimmy for some of that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, you didn't Make know his last name, too. Like he said Pendry. <laughs> what? Who? Oh, are you talking about uh, Penders? Prendy, yeah, Prendy. <laughs> Prendy. It was cool. You it, fit your, it fit your gimmick though, so like it seemed natural. It seemed it was, it was cool. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Um, I was I was doing that on purpose, like I was DT who always watched me. Oh sure. sure. <laughs> Well, Kev, as I was saying, welcome back to the show. I'll talk the to you off the air. Solo monster. What's that? Uh, you call solo, solo monster. monster. You know, I don't know why people think that me and Solo <laughs> Monster have heat. You know, I met them once, and the Solo Monsters are good people. The Solo <laughs> Monster. It's not like Han Solo. It's the Solo Monster, like Solomon. Come on. <laughs> oh, fuck. What's what's what would be a, the best song to suit you, Kev, as an intro for you? Um, do we do we go fifty cent? I get money. No, I'm you know like I mean? uh, it ain't no fun if my homies can't have none. Snoop Dogg. Oh, it ain't Just no fun. Back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth. No, oh, Rolling Stones hot stuff. Nigel's do too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling Stones hot stuff. The, the original Hollywood <laughs> Blondes came out there. <laughs> and Eddie Gilbert came out with Hot Stuff Incorporated. They came out to it also. <laughs> maybe maybe cream for the dollar cream dollar king cash oh, pulls everything around the me dollar cream. the dollar cream, oh, dollar cream. i wonder what that fucking involves <laughs> what's I, I hear jeff you loves dollar creams <laughs> he's gonna give something like this oh no not that song please hell no that song is just oh. Don't even go there, Jeff. Please, please. But you know what, Kev? I want to. I want to reintroduce you better, man, because it's got to be done fucking properly. Like you said, if the homies can't have none, but I'll get to that in a minute. But, but you did watch Raw, obviously, right, Kev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. What do you think, anyway? Uh, we're just talking about. We haven't even really gotten into it yet. But what do you think of the overall show? Um, it was average. Um, it's getting a lot. It's actually worse than it was a month ago. I think mm. uh, they're running in circles a little bit. Definitely circles. Yeah, a lot of stuff's dragging. It's not a lot of story progression. Progression. Um, I don't like what they're yeah. doing with Johnny Gargano. It's kind of like I'm kind of lost in shuffle already. Uh, I don't like Johnny what they're doing Gargano. with the Miz. There's a lot of guys just that uh, seem. I'm not going to say directionless. Maybe I'm just not liking their direction. A lot of the guys in where a month ago. Well, no, they are directionless when you think about it. I mean, seriously, when you really break it down, like. What what the fuck is the Miz doing? He's still doing his thing with uh, Dexter Loomis. When is that ever going to end? God knows when. You know what yeah, I mean? At least they told us what the story was. It was stupid, but at least they told <laughs> us, and, and we can end this thing, and they can move on to it. But why don't we just go in order of the show and go go through it? But uh, besides, I, I think that there are directions. They're just not particularly good or interesting directions. That's true. But now that we have fucking it ain't no fun. Until the homies have some, let me reintroduce Kevin Panetta. So I was going to say one thing, Kevin. The gin and juice himself. Introduce yeah. the gin and juice. <laughs> gin and juice ain't for you, Jeff. This is for Kevin. It ain't no fun. Here's the spruce. <laughs> Can I introduce him? Coming back to us, live from Philadelphia, he is the Dollar King, 
He is sexy time. He is <laughs> El Gato Pussy Grande. He is Kevin Panetta. Wait, where did he go? He's got. Oh, there he is. Un Gato Pussy Grande. The cat himself is the big cat. It is Kevin Panetta. Welcome back to the Machismo. And it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none, my man. That's right. That's right. Actually, uh, I started <laughs> a new character. <laughs> You're a character, bro. But as Jeff said, let's get into. You can find me in the club, just on Fifty Cent's one. But anyway, um, let's get into Raw, guys. Before we have too much fun, because you know it ain't no fun unless all the homies can't fucking have none. Fifty Cent, but, I don't have that kind of money. Fifty is rich. He played Fifty in the club for my cat's birthday, Jumanji's birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was, wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah. yeah. When, when was that again? It was a few weeks uh, ago. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. My birthday is not getting steamrolled by a cat's birthday. That's it. Well, it's Move true. On. Talk about Raw. Raw it's comes true. to us from what city? Let's go. It was uh, September, <laughs> September 20... Oh, September oh he 10. remembers that too. Yeah, oh my God. That was, that was like and what show, what show were we doing? It. What show were we doing at the time? Was it Machismo? Uh, was it Skirmish? I'm not sure. I think it was a skirmish, actually. I think it was a skirmish, as a matter of fact. But, you know, let's not overshadow the birthday boy himself. No, no. <laughs> Mr. Me, Mr. Me, Jeff Lemon. But Monday Night Raw comes waltzing back into our lives from the Mohegan Sun Arena at the Casey Plaza in Wilkes Bar. How do you pronounce that? Bear or? I say Wilkes Bear, but I think it's so Wilkes Bear. I, 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 I think I pronounce it wrong, though, because it's like an hour and a half from me two hours from me. I mean, to the outside world, it's Wilkes-Barre, but they do pronounce yeah. it differently oh. there. But Well, I'll um, say Wilkes-Barre. I don't do you see think Barry. it's weird that AEW was in the Mohegan Sun um, in yes. Connecticut, uh, and yes. WWE's in the Mohegan Sun, but in Wilkes-Barre? Mm. And how terrible yeah. is that crowd, by the way? Terrible. Terrible. Dead. D-E-D, dead. <laughs> Just D-E-A-D, dead? <laughs> Did you like? I mean, it is in your neck of the woods, technically. Yeah, I was Kev, disappointed. I mean, disappointed, and they don't get as, as many shows as they should. I think they'd be hyped when they actually got one. You know yeah. what, man? There is a lot of shows coming from Pennsylvania lately in all of wrestling. Well, they so, usually yeah. get house shows, not a show on TV. That that arena, they get they get it all the time, just not usually on TV. So you'd think they'd be hyped when they actually have the chance to uh, show up on TV. Is it true that John Fetterman challenged uh, Baba Tunde to a match? <laughs> He, he couldn't get he, uh, he had a stroke and couldn't finish the challenge. Ah, but it's <laughs> true. Oh, damn. He intended to. Right, he intended to. Well, let's get into the show because we fucking, well, the show opens up actually with Solo Sikoa and the Usos making the entrance to get on the mic. They talk up the bloodline success at Crown Jewel and stake their claim to be the best tag team in Double Double E history. Remember that? Double Double E. Yeah. Anyway, New Day do rock, but after Friday, you're looking at the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. And then who comes waltzing in? It is the New Day. They congratulate the Usos on their defense <laughs> and ask how they're feeling, to which they say private jet lagged and claim New Day don't know what they'd be like. Uh, Xavier Woods says on Friday, they'll defend their record title reign against the Usos. And at the end of that match, they'll be champions and their 483-day record will be safe. The Usos then give them their props as multiple-time tag champs. 
with lit merchandise and they're proud of them uh, but they said it kind of sarcastically to be honest it must feel real good to be the second best tag team in WWE Woods then talks about how second best and says as long as they hold the record the Usos are chasing them Xavier then accuses them of building their legacy on the backs of their family while the New Day built a legacy on their own backs Jimmy then says that just turned up the pressure on them they've never been in the ring with their dad or their uncles but they've been in the ring with the ones New Day say pressure is sitting in catering every week that's not pressure guys <laughs> not knowing if you're going to get fired it's it's building a YouTube channel just to get noticed at work it's putting together the most important three-man group in wrestling and getting booed for it I don't dare talk to them about pressure and that pressure is what turned them into diamonds Jimmy then asked about the diamonds that they used to be in the crown they used to be in the crown Jay stomped into the ground but the real kings got the crown now on their shoulders and around their waist and the Usos gave Kofi the chance for Kofi mania in the first place that's kind of true matter of fact stay at home with your kids on Friday and let them do what they do Kofi asked what kind of father he'd be if he went home and told his kids he fortified I mean forfeited a match to them this is just another check mark on their achievements list this represents them overcoming being saddled with a preacher gimmick it represents them clawing and scratching to get some semblance of success in the in this industry only to be told that they suck it represents what may very well be the last time New Day was whole so they won't forfeit this record nah they'll defend the record and then we get fucking Matt Riddle coming to the ring he apologizes for interrupting and seems to be scouting Woods for his band with Elias and that the Usos tell him to shut up he talks about he likes to relax and hit the bong dude and asks if Xavier wants to hit the bong which he does and then Kofi also taps the bong well he hits the bong and Riddle asks Solo Sokoa who who is stoic as ever but he apparently refuses then Jimmy actually uh, punctuates shaving a haircut and then starts banging on a rhythm of his own but Matt tells him not to hog it and then tap tap pass well hit hit pass as Riddle turns to Jay and says he's heard he hasn't been so oozy lately to which also slaps the bongos aside as Riddle gets mad and makes a six-man tag which will begin right after the break and you're uh, frozen. Jeff this went way too long, bro. Oh, yeah, I, 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 it, it felt longer this time. Um, uh, I, you know, I don't want to see the Usos in the New Day wrestle again, and we are at 6:41 Eastern time right now before SmackDown. So I am going to go on the record and say that those stupid Vikings are going to come back and and pick up where they left off, and they're and going to decimate the New Day before that match even starts. Right. Uh, and and that is partly wish casting, but uh, nobody wants to see that. And we want to see the Usos break the record, and for the New Day be talking about you know the the preacher gimmick. Yeah, I remember it. That was like seven or eight years ago, and and since then they've been like the most successful act, and they've made tens of millions of dollars on royalties. Um, you know, and so you know it, it sort of was like, like Paige's promo, like two days later, where. She's talking about all of the dues she had to pay like 10 years after she's already made it and been a success. It's sort of like, sort of like when Bruce Springsteen, you know, had, had like, you know, seven platinum albums and was still like saying, you know, like, I'm a working man. Shut up. No, you're not. You know, <laughs> so that, that's what it felt like. But it, it was good. I mean, these, these 
teams, they work off each other, they know each other very well. And then Riddle came out and ruined everything. And and I'm really, listen, I I didn't, I was never a Riddle fan of his character. I liked him in the Broserweights because he was so him and Pete Dunne was so the opposite. Um, I liked his match with Timothy Thatcher a lot, but I never really liked Riddle. Um, but that match sold me on his talent and his brutality. I liked the thing with Randy Orton. Everybody liked the thing with Randy Orton. But but ever since Orton slowed down and got hurt, it, it's been painful. And it's been pain for all of us. And I really, I mean, I wanted Randy Orton to get better before, but I wouldn't. I never thought that I would miss Randy Orton this much because Riddle is completely intolerable. And all the people thought that Riddle is the guy and he's a future world champion. Not with this character. Not with this persona. <laughs> Maybe a heel Riddle can can you know get more serious, but Riddle ruined it. And and this was like very, well, the booking's very Vince like. You you have someone come in and. Insta match Riddle books a six man. Yeah, like who the, the fuck is Riddle? Like to yeah. just say, okay, guys, we're having a six man because I said so. Like, what if they didn't? Would, would what if he didn't? Would would they not? If he forgot his line, did, would they not have an opening match on Raw? Did they not plan anything for their primetime flagship show? Stupid man. I mean, Kev, do you agree with us, dude? Was that a silly sort of? Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm... like who the hell is Riddle to to be like dictating shit? Well, he could just say he's high and like just why he said that, you know, but that doesn't mean why they have to listen. Um, so he can get away saying whatever. <laughs> uh, but I love this segment until uh, Riddle came out too. Um, we don't need another New Day Uso feud, but I love this just because that it's realistic that if your record's about to be broken, of course you're going to come out there and challenge. Um, New Day's well past due. Um, you know, they're only saving graces if, uh, if uh, I mean, they're just still going to make money. They just want to be complacent and stay where they're at and just make all the shirt sales. I don't blame them. But if they want to move up on the card again, uh, Austin Creed's got, Xavier uh, Woods has to uh, turn on Kofi and show a little edge and change up his character. That would be great, but I don't think they'll do it. Yeah, I, I think they're complacent too. I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. And that's sad, man, because we need some edginess. You know what I mean? But you're right. It well, is I'm very much... Not about it. Let them be a mid-card team. They're, they're, there's, we need new teams. I mean... Los Lotharios, or you like to call them Los Lotharchicos, are doing nothing. You. <laughs> you have Legado del, del Fantasma there. Um, I mean, Maximum yeah. models are dead, but they can be changed. You got the Vikings coming in. You have all sorts of Imperium. What, why do we need the New Day at the top? Why can't the New Day be, be in, in the middle and they lose and, and pass the torch a little bit? They, they've enjoyed basically seven or eight years on the top and they're still going to sell the merch they're still going to yeah. sell things to the kids they can be like the bushwhackers they can win just enough matches just enough feuds to to continue to sell a lot of stuff but they don't need any title belts hey jeff um i'm higher on matt riddle pun intended than you are um, <laughs> cohesive storytelling uh just tells you that the tone of this whole segment wasn't the comedic tone when riddle came in and he just kind of that's the bung bit. Right. The bung parts was funny, and it's then funny, it, went it, wasn't, it wasn't how this 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 was set up. You know, it was like a right. feud for records, and he just comes out and ruins it. You know, yeah, like you there was no like, reason for him to be there. It yeah, feels like yeah. NXT when they try out new gimmicks, like it seems like they're trying to pair up Riddle with anyone, whether it's Elias, whether it's New Day, whoever it is, just to try to see if they can get some of that Orton magic, just something yeah. else that'll work. And, and nothing else is working. There was just something about Randy Orton being the absolute badass. I mean, so, I mean, the thing is, is like the, 
the only person I can think of on the roster right now that it could work with was Pete Bull. But I mean, it could possibly work with Lashley if he wanted to play that way. It could work with Omos if he wanted to play that way. And then on SmackDown, I mean, Cross, God knows he needs a change. And Riddle could, you know, that that oh, could work. Geez. They're both sort of pit fighters. Um, or Bron. They, yeah, no, Cross definitely needs a change, in my opinion, too. And you're spot on with that. I mean, actually, Kevin, let me ask before we continue. Me and Jeff feel that, you know, Cross a little bit stale at the moment, right? Yeah, just absolutely. something's off. Do you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, just, I don't know what he needs off. to change though. Um, he's here. I think he needs a better finisher too. I think the uh, cross. Yeah. Ball, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't like uh, get the crowd behind him. It's kind of boring, you know. And it, it's not good to make faces tap out anyway. He needs a big power move. I think would help him a little bit. Yeah, what's with these fucking forearm fucking shot to the back of the head? Yeah, I mean, the, the forum is fine. Listen, I, I said on the Crown Jewel post show that we did on the PWC, I said on Hammerlock Hangover, which you can also find on the PWC, he wrestles too slow. But if you're going to be the methodical killer, you got to win as a methodical killer, yeah. not lose as a methodical killer. And if you're going to have someone out there to help you cheat, the, the cheating needs to work. But neither of things is working. He's not winning as the methodical killer, and the cheating isn't working. So, I mean, this is this is similar to when the fiend was losing the matches he had to win it's 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 the same kind of bad booking and again this is vince booking it's like it's like reverse logic just to just to keep drew strong well i mean this was the wrong feud why do you put someone right against your your top baby face right away have him work you know have him kill ricochet for you know four months and then I don't know, kill, you know, someone else, you know, Pete Dunne. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. You, you, you have a, you have a ton of mid card people that you that you could sacrifice to this cause. Um, they just don't want to do it. But Cross needs to. But you know, Cross wrestles like Road Warrior Animal, but Road Warrior Animal had Road Warrior Hawk, who was wrestling right. faster. Uh, you know, he Cross moves slower than Braun Strowman uh, than uh, almost. So. I don't know. Anyway, you are in my thoughts. I, I basically said the same thing, but longer on the other shows. And uh, the most heat he's gotten was when uh, they, they missed that fireball and they had to go off script and uh, Scarlett hit him in the nuts two months ago. That's the most the uh, crowd actually got into them. Yeah, but he definitely needs a finisher, like a stronger finisher, like like if he had a doomsday device, but it's something – I know he can't do that. He's a single guy, but if he had something powerful, it might help him. <laughs> doomsday device – you know what, man? Yeah, like, I don't know. I just, there's something not right. His first run and his current run, I don't know, man. It's just, there's no, I don't, I don't feel like most people right now know who he is even. Mm-hmm. He's not really getting any reactions, man. You know yeah, I mean? like, why is he, why is he like a supernaturally kind of guy? You yeah, know? Like, that's what killer. we were saying. That's exactly what mm-hmm. we were saying. Why? Like, why? Like, who is he? Like, what is he, Kev? Can you explain to us what the fuck? If he was an escaped inmate or something, that'd be cooler than, well, at least we know what he was, you know? That was his yeah, problem before, too, when he wore the gimp suit. Like, is he a gimp? He didn't know what the hell he was back then, either. They just uh, threw saying, him out there. I was saying if Demolition was still around in 2022, it'd be, you know, Demolition member of fucking Axe, Smash, Crush, and Cross. Yeah. I mean, tell me, it doesn't have a good read to it. it does. I mean, honestly. I they mean, also got too many things which is sort of, like, adjacent. I mean... Judgment Day is sort of adjacent. Dark and spooky, sort of yeah. adjacent to cult. I mean, and a bigger problem is on SmackDown, you have Bray Wyatt, which is, yeah, his, you know, his is more He's like what's going Daddy. on in his mind. 
But it's the same thing. But the other thing with Bray Wyatt is he wrestles the same way. He's a slow, methodical killer kind of wrestler as well. And you can't you can't have two people that are basically the same. I mean, unless you're going to make crosses heavy, which is obviously not where they're going with that whole Bray Wyatt thing. Everyone knows my new Wyatt Six Fantasy, so we're not going to talk about that today because it's not happening with WWE anyway. But it's awesome. Um, but yeah, something needs to change with Cross. But Cross, as far as I know, wasn't on Raw, so. <laughs> no, I know. I just wanted to get Kev's uh, actual opinion on that because, you know, we went pretty deep on it on the Crown Jewel Review Show, which you can check four out at channelattitude.com and the PWC Network. Sorry? Did we go four egg clowns deep? <laughs> Not that deep. Maybe five. Oh, we might have gone five deep. We could have gone even deeper. But whoever wrote that fucking birthday message with the eggplants, though. Dirty motherfucker. That's all I got to say. I think it was John. Uh, oh, was it? Professor. Oh, God. Jesus Christ, Prof. <laughs> Four eggplants deep, really, bro? <laughs> God damn. Anyway, let's move on, guys. Um, oh, man, there's more questions I wanted to ask, but I guess it's for different shows. But anyway, we do get off with the first matchup between Riddle, New Day, and versus the Bloodline in Jay and Jimmy also. And their little bro, Solo Sikoa. Um, I'm not going to go into this match real deep. All I'm going to say is the Bloodline ended up winning by pinfall with a spinning solo from Solo Sikoa on the stoner himself, Matt Riddle. And uh, yeah, what was the point of Riddle coming in, acting all fucking oozy, just to get fucking oost, I guess. Kev? Um, I guess they just wanted the uh, New Day to lose without getting pinned. That way you would think they have a chance of winning if they got pinned here. Um, well, they wouldn't look as strong. That's the only thing I could think of. And I just found out from Jim Cornette that Usi's uh, Tongan for pussy, which is pretty funny. That's why they're always cracking up. Oh, I don't know about that. I know a lot of Tongans, man. I, don't I said that Cornette up. and Brian said, so I, I didn't know that either. Maybe they are wrong, but they were cracking up about it. <laughs> Usi. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Nice, English, nice. Uh, they very well could have been wrong. They were cracking up about it. Cracked me up. I don't yeah. know. I don't know about it's any of pussy. that. It's yeah, I just assumed that they wanted to get the bloodline in the 8 o'clock segment on Raw to try to build ratings because the ratings have been stinking um, and they still have but I mean they should have given everybody who came back from Saudi Arabia basically the night off and they, they have enough people on the roster to have featured some other things so I don't know this wasn't much of a match and you knew the riddle was going to take the loss so and he did so there you go do you know what fucking Usi means by the way in fucking <laughs> Tongan nah. guys no. it means electricity carrying an electric current or energized with electricity live cables lying dangerously on the ground like you can use those type of meanings so yeah Ulsi means that okay. <laughs> electricity currents and nice. shit god damn you corny <laughs> someone probably god told me just thought it was hilarious no. was I mean uh, did you look up Tongan urban diction dictionary it still wouldn't be that. I've, I know Tongans, yeah. Oh, sure. They don't, they don't fucking say, like, pussy is in Ulsi. Like, they don't even say Ulsi, man. U, you know, Ulso, Ulso means fucking brother in Samoan anyway, first of all. Yeah, and different the one, thing, the one thing Tongans and Samoans sort of say to each other is Sole, which kind of means brother as well. Like, yo, what up, Sole? And in Tongan, to say Ulsi, they what say Tuks. They say Tuko, like Toko. So if I call you a hey, matoko, you matoko, that means like yo my us, like do you know what I'm saying in Tongan. So, so they really like Gordon Soli. <laughs> yeah, I guess they do. Gordon Soli. 
from Florida <laughs> Championship Wrestling. It's somewhere in the oh wait in TK it's for the Atlantic. I was going to say somewhere from the Pacific Ocean, there but is anyway, Ocean. that's right. It's all Atlantic, baby. Anyway, as I was saying, the bloodline win with the spinning solo on Matt Riddle. Um, anyway, we get a recap of Crown Jewel, and then John Bradshaw Layfield makes his entrance as we go to the break. As we come back from the commercial, though, we get JBL gets on the mic and talks about how we sold out every arena in the world, and this isn't one of them. He gives Baron Corbin a big introduction, and we get right into it, and we move on to the next match. In a match that no one cares between Baron Corbin and Cedric Alexander, as JBL is on commentary for this, of course. But yeah, Baron Corbin ends up winning by pinfall with end of days. Jeff, anything to report about this match, or we just continue on? It was nice to see Cedric Alexander back again. This thing with Baron Corbin and JBL had so much potential. And once again, I would just already je- flat. I just beg to the gods, old and new, put Baron Corbin in a cowboy or rancher outfit and let them act like JBL. Let him grow one of those handlebar mustaches for God's uh-huh. sake. Stop with whatever he's wearing in his stupid outfits. Make him be like he's like a mini version of JBL. That's the way to make this work. Otherwise, it's just more Baron Corbin being Baron Corbin, which is boring and not particularly, I mean, WWE has some of the least intimidating looking big men I've ever seen. Between uh-huh. Baron Corbin, Shanky, and Commander huh. Aziz Babatunde, Beard. Uh, you know, and that guy uh, Jensen on on uh, and Duke Hudson on NXT, <sighs> they've, they've got they've got some of like the, the the weeniest big men of all time. Yeah, I agree. Actually, uh, Kev, what's your thoughts, man? Um, uh, Jeff's right. He should be Baron Fracking Corbin. Uh, he had that perfect a while ago. And uh, the only other thing to take note of is Cedric Alexander's officially prime. I know they called him Prime before, but he's officially as a nickname now. So Prime, Prime what? What is he? Prime to get prime. the Just Prime the, Cedric Alexander. Prime, prime to return to the Hurt business, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. That or hopefully not. Bring the Hurt business back, but not with a uh, Prime Rib, fucking uh, Cedric Alexander. I mean, come he was, on. He was, he was fine with that. Prime ribs. <laughs> Who gave him that fucking gimmick? It said it on the uh, the the artwork on the uh, the. Uh, he's gonna be priming his ass right on out of WWE. That's what I think. But well, listen, if they bother to give him a new name, they're gonna try to do something. So I, I think that is Prime. indication that he's gonna be with the Hurt Business because who called him Prime? The MVP and Lashley called him Prime. Nice. Well, does does that mean he's the next Elite Skipper? No, but you might see Cedric and Shelton again as a tag team. And if they split these tag team belts like they should with the world title, you know, they're back in it. And you have almost as the enforcer, doesn't need to wrestle. That's, That's easy, what I'll do. Easy Cedric way, with Omos. Giving a reverse claw from behind and the ref turns. He does he never even has to step on the ring. He never has to do he he could just put his hand over and he would reach, you know, the average person's head. Omos well, has a big announcement coming. You guys have any idea what it's gonna be? No, Ooh, interesting. What, what do yeah. you think? Well, I uh, haven't even heard about this. Yeah, I think he tweeted something. He's a huge announcement to make. Uh, maybe he's retiring or hurt or something. I have no idea. You know what? I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, while you know everybody went to Saudi Arabia, he took a detour back home oh. to Nigeria. Now I don't know if you guys yeah, saw yeah, this footage. Sure. Did you see this, Jeff? Yeah, I saw his family for the first time in fourteen years. It was, it he was hadn't seen lovely. exactly. Maybe he wants to was stay lovely. with them. Maybe. Uh, yeah, That's what maybe. I was gonna say. He hadn't seen his family, Kev, in case you didn't know, for 14 years, legitly, dude. Wow. And he seemed 
That's Sorry? not going to be as big. I mean, where did you hear this announcement that he's going to make a big announcement? Yeah, I no, we did it. There was a on Twitter. He tweeted okay. it. Oh, he, he, it was, if he tweeted that on a WWE Twitter account, it's going. It's something about wrestling. So it's probably he's targeting Seth Rollins's. He's answering Seth Rollins's U.S. Championship open open challenge. That's going to be it. Or he's or Roman Reigns and the Bloodline better not look past him because they sure as hell can't look over him because he's he's coming after them. That's going to be you. You don't tweet something like that on your WWE account if it's not about WWE. But, but what makes you say it's his WWE account? Well, if you saw that yes, you follow him at almost you know blue check mark at WWE. Let me see if uh, yeah, but they was. put that up there. If I can find it quick, if I can't, yeah, find it, find it, go for it, man. Look, I don't know, man, but from what I saw when he saw his family, he looked extremely happy. Off, obviously, first of all, second of all, maybe he does want to retire. And after he realized he was gone for far too long from his family, man, and just seeing your family like, is wonderful for two days, and that's like get me the fuck out of here. True. <laughs> that's us though <laughs> no no maybe look i don't know i almost looked like he was practically in tears man and uh I he, know, he was bored he's like get me out of here <laughs> now i remember why i left i hate these people jeez I, I can't believe he didn't even take his family across to the states you would have thought he would have tried and made an effort especially now that he's making great money right maybe they didn't want to maybe they have businesses and things they're doing maybe you know maybe they're busy <laughs> Maybe. It could be something. TMZ announced it. He has a major TMZ. announcement to make. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's retiring. I, that's what I thought when they saw it. So it's either in storyline or he got a movie role. He's going to be in, you know, a Marvel you know, movie or something. Right. No, I, I think it's what Jeff, I mean, what Kev initially said. I think he could be announcing he's, he's done. He, maybe he wants to get back to Lagos, Nigeria. Does does he get paid a million dollars a year in Lagos, Nigeria? Nigeria, well, Nigeria, Nigeria. No, clearly, obviously not. But maybe he can become the. I don't know. Maybe is there any money in Nigeria other than fraud? Yeah, there's oil money, soccer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah soccer. Soccer is the only thing they yeah, actually soccer, really good at. But not their league. Their league has got no money. Okay. Their national team is good because all their players play in Europe anyway. Mm. There's so oil, you know I mean? there's import-export. So, I mean, they've got ports. Export what? Uh, whatever needs to leave <laughs> Western Africa and go across <laughs> the ocean. Uh, vibranium? Anybody? Vibranium? <laughs> vibranium? Like eggplants? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Black Panther because I watched Wakanda forever last night. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give us a real quick review while we're here? Uh, I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, the, the first uh, half hour is a little too long. A little drags Good. out a little bit. Give a quick Let's review. Go. I'll be back in a jiffy. That's all storyline stuff to uh, talk about T'Challa's death and stuff and uh, what happened there, how they're moving on and stuff. Uh, once it gets into the actual uh, meat and potatoes of it, it gets really, uh, really, really intense. Uh, real, the, uh, the action wasn't uh, bad to me, but it definitely the uh, the Namor guys felt like uh, – I love their style. It was very unique. Uh was Aztec and kind of culture down underneath. I don't want to mm-hmm. give any spoilers away too, but I love them. They are blue looking like Avatar. Um, the quest of, uh, it's about Shuri's struggle with uh, overcoming grief and she's a person of science and uh, has to accept faith, you know, if she wants to become the Black Panther because that is like a uh, faith kind of uh, medicine, you know, when they go to the, uh, the, the, at the after death realm and stuff too. And she doesn't believe in that stuff. 
it's about her journey to try to believe in that and believe in herself to become the next Black Panther. And then it's uh, very political, too, uh, about like how the France and Haiti wars and stuff, too, and how they're trying to sabotage and take resources from Africa, from Wakanda. So it's a lot deeper than uh, most uh, Marvel films, too. Ryan Cougar did an excellent job. Some CGI stuff's a little wompy. Uh, like some of the animals look pretty fake and stuff, too. But uh, very good action. And very like, The cast is very charismatic. Riri Williams I liked a lot. Um, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Cool. I've been in the upper echelon in Marvel. Oh, perfect. Perfect timing, Kev. Very well played. Well, I'm glad you guys like it. It's not my type of movie, just quietly, but uh, it is what it is. But what is my cup of tea is we see Seth Rollins dancing along merrily backstage as we go to the break. He's like, ha, 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 everywhere. And as we get back from the commercial, we get Seth Rollins makes his entrance to issue his fucking open challenge. This is... I can't wait to really talk about this one because... This thing puzzled me like something shocking. I will not understand why this happened. Well, I do understand, but why do this to the kid? Talk about destroying him. Anyway. I mean, you're like skipping ahead an hour. No, I'm not, actually. With Well, yeah, okay, we are. That's true. I'll get to that. So you're this right. This part is great. There's a lot well, of anyway. junk we're probably going to skip over quickly. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no, no. He's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. I'll... I'll get into it right now. As Seth Rollins makes his entrance to issue his open challenge for the United States Championship, he gets on the mic and welcomes us to Monday Night Rollins. And then we enter the Judgment Day. Finn Balor gets in the ring and on the mic. He says he is he has a bone to pick with Rollins. A couple years back, he cost him gold. So tonight, he's going to cost him gold. So as far as the open challenge goes, enter the OC. They get into the Judgment Day's faces. Seth awkwardly sandwiched between Rollins. And then quietly ducks out of town and heads to the back. As AJ says, this is between Judgment Day and the OC. He's far from over, but Bellow says it's old news to him. As AJ says, that's the problem. It's always been the three of them against the four of them. And they tried to find someone to take care of their Rhea Ripley problem. But that someone has been found, and that's the OC... It's Mia. Fucking Yim. Jeff, you called it. She's got a kendo stick and she's beating Rhea Ripley up. Luke Gallows spears Damian Priest over the announce table. Balor and Styles end up in the ring together, staring each other down as Dominic Mysterio ends up diving right into a Styles clash. And that was that. Uh, are you happy about that? You are, I assume, Jeff. It's, it's fine. I mean, I just want to point out that during Crown Jewel and during this segment, you barely even noticed Dominic that he was there. And everyone's he's getting so much heat. Not not, not without them trying. He's, he's not getting any natural. He's a zero. Um, but the, yeah, this, this is fine. Listen, I'm not too excited about Judgment Day. I'm not too excited about the OC. But this pairing together is okay. I mean, I don't really think the Mia Yin feels like a, you know, up to Rhea Ripley's level. But, Hell no. But it's fine. You know, they, they found someone. They found someone that there's some privity there between Impact and TNA. And somehow you can, you know, tie that knot, tie that bow, whatever. It's fine. She got a job good because the way Keith's been looking, I'm not sure how long he's going to be physically able to perform. <laughs> yeah, like perform. No, that's right. not what I mean. <laughs> it's always penis with you. I mean, I, I mean wrestling. <laughs> Like in the yeah. ring, not in the bedroom. I don't know if you the way he's going, you won't be performing in the bedroom either, dude. You you and the eggplants. 
Um, <laughs> this is the, yeah, P- the, the penis wrestling channel. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Anyway, um, yeah, that threw me off. <laughs> the peanuts. The peanuts. Did I say peanuts? I mean penis. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> My peanuts. <laughs> Remember that? You should just Be put careful. that on loop where you go, I mean penis. I mean peanuts. <laughs> I mean penis. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Kev. I will say, actually, before I get to you, Kev, I will say one thing quickly, boys. I think Mia Yim does look a lot better. She's lost weight, man. She's looking much more like Lena in a good way. Unfortunately for her hubby, her hubby he should be taking some Mia Yim tips, man, because that gut is getting fucking big, man. I mean, Kev, are you happy for Mia Yim that she's back? I'm I happy mean, she's back. I don't think she warrants the surprise return, no. you know, not at all. I think that, uh, like, it reminded me of Cole Carter with the sting mask, you know, oh. like, uh, she would have been better off just walking out with them and then they, they would have said something. When uh, I heard the rumors about her coming back and when they hinted at they were going to bring somebody to take care of the Rhea Ripley problem, I'm being, I'm saying, please don't be my million, please don't be me and be somebody cool, be something surprising. And it was already spoiled that she was, maybe if I wasn't spoiled, Maybe it would have been a little more exciting, but just coming from Impact and not a big deal there. Wasn't like a champion over there or anything, too. And she's not like a smoke show. I'll be happy when Chelsea Green's back just because she's so fucking hot. Medium's hot, too, but it's different. Like, she's going to play. She's like straight hard. hot, bro. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, Chelsea's there for a different reason, you know? Absolutely. Chelsea's class, bro, mm-hmm. compared to Mia. Mia's that bitch, like, off the street. Like, how can I say it? Like, you'd be like, yeah, man, I'm fucking, but like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something like that. But like, yeah, she's she's she's, she's, yeah. she's the she's the best stripper at the mid mid strip club. Yeah, at, at a at a very mid strip club, and she's probably no, no, I mean, but, I'm in Baltimore, so well, <laughs> our well, very mid strip club is probably huh. much lower than your Melbourne is. No, nah, we got some bad ones here too. Don't worry. Sorry, let's put Kate. it this way: uh, Jeff Lippin has two dollars, and Mia Yim only has one. Ooh, you know what that Mia, means? It's on. You know, you know what that means? Kiv wants his motherfucking money. I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we in all black with Millie's. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we in all black with Millie's. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Well, anyway, that's definitely not me and you fucking material, but uh, <laughs> she's good enough anyway. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to say about that, but like I said, I kind of forgot, but it doesn't matter. Does this mean, I mean, does anyone know how long uh, Keith Lee signed with AEW? Anybody? Most people do a like a two years or a third year extension optional. Really? So if Ooh. he's on two, then he probably has the option for the third, you know, but has he been there a year yet? I think so probably okay. not quite a year but but remember the, there was this point where t- tony was signing everyone to the, these allegedly these five to seven year contracts so uh, now what is, does that mean that maybe it's a two year with five options I you think know, company options. options i mean you know uh, i don't no no one knows it's aw no, nobody knows anything nobody's obligated to tell you the truth it, it, it doesn't matter they're a private company they don't have to say anything but um good point yeah, I don't know, but like in, in his match on uh, Rampage last week, I mean, it's it's like sort of like hook. Like if somebody is is where they're supposed to be, 
he can do the move, but if there's any movement involved, it's like he looks lost or he doesn't really want to be there. He didn't even climb up on the ring apron for, for tags. He he was just hanging out down on, on you know, around the ring. I, I don't know. I mean, I know the story is he's not supposed to be interested, you know, him and Swerve on and on, on the same page, but you think he'd still want to win the match, right? I mean, still be invested in the match, not just piddling around. Anyway, so enough about Keith Lee. No, I don't think Mia Yim's a big deal, but, you know, it's fine. They, you know, the... the not everyone has to be a star. Not everyone can be a star. Have there's nothing wrong with having a job. This this is a job. This is their career. And, and Mia Yim's been wrestling for a while, and she's she's mired in TNA, and she mired in Impact, and she's you know, mired. Yes, mm. and she, you know NXT. She's she is that's her level. She's she's you know so now she's in the major leagues, but it's not like she's going to the top of the card in the major leagues. She's not Charlotte Flair. She never will be Charlotte Flair. If, if they, no, no, near. If they, I don't think she'll even feud with the Charlotte Flair. I, I think Charlotte would look at her as so below her, man. Whatever. I mean, she can be someone that they, that they, oh, great, for, for a short fuse, but it, it, you know, it's fine. That's all right. I'm yeah. still here, man. I'm still here. My phone's just ringing, dude. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. What's next on the card? What's next on the card? Uh, let's see. Uh, apparently, what we do get next. Uh, do, 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 we get the, do we get the open challenge? Or do we get Ali? No, 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 no. We get Elias next. Oh, oh. well, actually, we get we come back from the commercial. We get Seth Rollins running into an interview. He says that that was none of his business and things got tense, but he's still game to have an open challenge later tonight. Good. Uh, and then we get Elias versus Otis. Um, and Otis ends up winning by pinfall with a world's strongest slam. <laughs> Surprisingly, in in many ways, are they already doing fucking Elias this bad already, Jeff? Nobody gives a shit about Elias. They, 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 so nobody wants to walk with him anymore. Ezekiel I mean, better. He, he he comes in. It, it's like crickets. I mean, wow. he should start playing his guitar so you don't hear how quiet it is. Maybe you should go to an electric. Triple guitar. H. I think Triple H has done more damage to a lot of these guys and girls. Well, They're actually I mean, good for now. Nobody ever anyway. really cared about Elias, but any, I mean, he doesn't even use the guitar, you know, in, in a heel fashion anymore. So it's weird. Anyway, listen, I've been complaining for a long time about Alpha Academy always losing and Gable losing every match and taking every pin, which is fine. But at least so Otis won a match, so I'm I'm glad. I, I I'm more invested in Otis and Alpha Academy than I am in Elias. And listen, I I, I know it's hard to believe with with bad booking and Vince gave us seven years of mostly bad booking and triple h is giving us three or four months now of average to sort of vince like booking not so great um and i'm almost ready to call it bad booking too um but strong booking is only three weeks away you you can turn anyone into a monster just by just by having them kill the right person so i i, I don't really care i'm not so I'm, I'm happy to see otis win a match uh but of course, that begs the question: Who's Elias's partner is going to be to go against Alpha Academy, and is it going to be Riddle? Because those two did not blend at all. It's going to be yeah, Ezekiel. It's going to be Ezekiel. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Fuck me, seriously. Kevin Owens. Oh, speaking of Kevin Owens, I saw the the weirdest thing, man. I saw a Kevin Owens lookalike, but he was like a fucking. Like a junkie version almost, but it was weird, man, because he looked exactly like him. Yeah, like off the street, like type of Kevin Owens. I mean, he's, then again, Kevin Owens doesn't look that much like he's. I mean, he does look like he's off the street. Let's be honest. But um, anyway, let's move on. We do have a, a comment in the chat by Christopher Paul Winland. 
And he says, should they abolish the money in the bank and reboot King of the Ring in its place? I say, bring back King of the Ring as one of the big five pay-per-views. And no, they shouldn't abolish money in the bank unless you're meaning if they should have it on WrestleMania instead, then if that's the case, then yes, I would do that. I'm conflicted. Um, the Money in the Bank matches always were the best matches at WrestleMania outside of the Shawn Michaels sure. Undertaker stuff. So I did miss it when they moved that. But that pay-per-view is definitely the, the fifth best one. And I look forward to that even more than Survivor Series. Um, that could change now with War Games becoming Survivor Series. But that's a big hit to their pay-per-view schedule if they do get rid of that. Um, so I'm conflicted. Uh, either way, um, I'm sure it'll make WrestleMania better. But I'll miss a big one of the few pay-per-views that I actually look forward to every year. Jeff? I prefer Money in the Bank to King of the Ring. I, you know, King of the Ring started out special and it quickly became dopey. And I'm talking back like, like it was cool when Mabel, it was Harley King Race. Mabel. Before that, they weren't televised. Right, but they weren't televised. They were basically like house show tournaments. Whatever. I, I, whatever it was. It, like in the beginning, it felt like it was something special, but it really wasn't. It was just, it was just a little silly story. So um i I have really no interest in king of the ring to be frank with you well according to chris in the chat he also says money in the bank is a chris jericho idea so yeah but ladder matches were a bret hart idea and sean gets the credit that's revisionist history whatever uh triple h and vince want to say it is it is you know i don't care whose idea it is i I like it i mean i mean i like it as a concept i like it as a gimmick and i and i like the um uh cinematic matches that they that they did it for I, I thought it was a, they were a lot of fun well Chris also says in the chat but yeah if they're making the ring meaningful with a SummerSlam total shot payoff that'd be great but uh, they should ask SummerSlam. for the King of the Ring back but just uh, get rid of a different pay-per-view not Money in the That's Bank uh, uh, yeah if Rough the King one. of the Ring tournament has a, a title shot attached to it sure um, that that makes that would be fine that would make it be important it's it's you know someone walking around with a crown and a scepter for a year using the scepter as a shillelagh is is idiotic or being a face only if they know how to pull it off like your owen hearts could your booker t's could you know what i'm saying book come on man that that rejuvenated his career jeff that's if it means uh the winner of the king of the ring gets like a like a money in the bank contract is that what he means instead well, I think, uh, I think it means more like a Royal Rumble win that you no, that no, you get well, the, your shot at the, at SummerSlam. Oh, okay, your SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Shot. I don't yeah, think SummerSlam. I'm all for that. Yeah, it'd be great. Oh, whatever. SummerSlam. Any pay per view, really. You could... But you know what? Isn't that money you, in the bank? Just, you don't have to do stories anymore, which I mean, yep. in some ways makes it easier. But it's, I mean, it's a it's a lot like AEW then, where you just have tournaments to get title shots, and your records don't matter. Well, you'd have a storyline well, to get into the, the qualifying matches for the tournament then, though. You know? Yes. That's true. The only problem I have with what Chris said in the chat is that then you're essentially sort of making King of the Ring essentially the money in the bank briefcase also. Right. No, no. I think I think it should be what he said. It's a title shot at, at SummerSlam or some pay-per-view uh, and whatever. The, the, but one that's specific, not, not it's open-ended. But like I said, I, I mean... The queen of the ring. I mean, right now, Zelina Vega is the reigning queen of the ring. She doesn't talk about it because it's stupid. Nobody cares. And and uh, Xavier Woods is the reigning king of the ring. I mean, the, all you do with the king of the ring is somebody steals your crown, you know, if you're a good guy and you chase around after it because it means nothing. Uh, or if you're a bad guy, they, they steal your crown and the, the, the crowd is happy about it. But I, I don't know. It's just 
King of the Ring hasn't done anything for me in a long time. Maybe if they did it like once every five years to elevate someone, but not every year. It is WWE's fault that, that it became what it's become because it was considered one of their big five pay-per-views, let's be honest. And I used to, as a kid especially, I used to look forward to all the King of the Rings, man. I, I just used to love them until it became very cartoonish, if you know what I mean. But yeah, this is all WWE's fault. They're the reason why it doesn't have that meaning anymore. The last meaningful sort of King of the Ring champion, in my opinion, was really regal. And even then, King of the Ring wasn't even a meaningful event. You know what I'm saying? At that time. It helped Corbin but, fun, though. Uh, really? Did it really? Sammy Guevara of WWE. His, his, his position never changes. Eventually. Yeah. But it helped him at first. He was, like, he was a jobber. And then he actually became relevant again for a minute. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree with that one. But it, look, it, it does nothing for anybody. Did it do anything for Woods? No. no. It didn't do anything and for Pat either. the fans wanted him to win it so badly. And it and done did, nothing. And then nothing. No, I, I don't. So the, my answer is no. I don't want King of the Ring to replace Money in the Bank. Well, Chris also says, you guys are awesome, man. Thanks for entertaining content. Respect on the opinions. Now, thank you, Chris, yeah. for tuning in and supporting us, man. And please do us a favor, man. Pass the word on about all of us, man. Respect and just tell everybody. And respect the dollar. Even pass on about the Dollar Club Wrestling. Basically, pass on about all our affiliates and all our boys here at the PWC and at Dollar Club Wrestling about all of us. If they want great wrestling content, to tune in right here at the PWC Network and also at Dollar Club Wrestling. So, yeah, thank you once again, Chris. Anyway, guys, let's get back into Raw because we got away from that one there. But uh, that was an interesting little conversation. But we get Jundra Day once again, Jeff. They interviewed backstage. They say the OC have solved nothing and the result will always be the same. They fall to the judgment day. Dominic says Mia Yim doesn't stand a chance and Rhea says you can bring the whole damn army in and she won't give a shit. As they leave, she runs into Bianca Belair and gives her a pointed greeting to send us to the break. Uh, anything to say here, Jeff? I like everything Rhea's doing. The rest of them seem irrelevant. Do you agree, Kev? Yeah, um, I just wanted to add in, like, I was down. I, I know that I've been down on Maya Yim right there, but I was a big fan of her in NXT. Um, so, like, she could win me over again. I'll give yeah, her I mean, I just feel like she hasn't been gone long enough to be, like, any sort of relevancy right Jeff now. Jeff said it yeah. perfect. She was tainted by TNA and tainted by Retribution, it. so it's tough to overcome all of that in such a short done, amount of time. Done and dusted as far as I'm concerned. And after you just mentioned that, it's true. Jeff hit the nail on the head. Anyway, I've got nothing really to say about this other than, you know, like Jeff said, Rhea's the bitch here in this group, and she is the star, so it is what it is. Um, she anyway, should be king of the ring. That'd be awesome. She, she should. I could get behind oh, that. And also, one more thing about king of the ring. You made me think, if they're going to have a king of the ring again, have all the big guns part of it, man, at the very least. Not some sort of mid-carders, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, you, have, or almost wins and he's the giant king because that, that could, that could uh, at least be interesting king. someone tries That's to take his crown you got to reach me first so you have a ladder uh, match or something I don't know <laughs> that's anyway. interesting actually sort of I mean, a super heavyweight money in the bank tournament would be cool mm -hmm. all super heavyweights just trying to find out I'm just trying to come up with things that might be entertaining and a little bit different that's all queer of the ring 
What? Can we get Queer of the Ring? Queer of the Ring. No, 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 no. Why not? Why not? Sunny Kiss can join. Stop. Yeah, we can get. Stop. Uh, yeah, I, have I have a quick question. Well, you guys, we don't have to talk about it, but uh, I asked the guys on my show if you could keep one of these three guys, who would you keep just to see who's the most relevant, who has the best future? Uh, Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, or Dominic Mysterio? If you had to keep one, who'd you keep? Ricochet. Well, for me, first of all, Ricochet is a finger banger, so he's out already. He finger bangs himself. That's already a no-no. I can't. Sorry, I'm sorry. You're going to laugh at this. You know what? I'm going to go with King fucking Dominic, like Facebook user says. King that's Dominic what, for King of the Ring. That's what Johnny and Jim said, too. That's why I was curious what you guys would say. I would. I fucking would because he's more relevant than the other two frauds right now. Hate to say it, Jeff. It's true. It's damn true. He's yeah, but you're you're, put, you're putting me in charge with this, and and I could make Rick. I could do something with Ricochet. Sure. I couldn't. I can't do anything with Dominic, and I don't Honestly, want to do anything with Gargano. What could you do with Ricochet? Be honest oh, now. I've He's got made, no personality. I. That's exactly right. I put him back under a mask. I'd make him a heel. I'd make him a tag team partner with Omos, and put him in the heart business, and let MVP do Hurt the business. talking. Man, perfect. Under a mask as a freaking cat. And they're you don't need to be a cat in the in the hurt business. No, he's going to do with Grande. Yeah. Not everyone who wears a mask is, is a cat. Well, he was Prince Puma. I know who he was. That doesn't have to be who he becomes. I mean, so what, the, what would he the become? The point is, is you would have almost throw him like a fucking spear, and that would be the finisher. It'd be like a tope suicida, except it'd be like, <laughs> oh, what's a, the javelin, like the shot put? The javelin, I mean, the shot put. No, it would be it would be like a variation of the doomsday device. You don't even need to go to the turnbuckle. You just go off of almost his shoulders. I, I'm just or him and Lashley, like as a power and glory. Come on, a <laughs> power and glory. You, you like Roma was. Being Bigger than Ricochet for crying out loud. They could be Power and Glory Hall. 2022. <laughs> Swerve in your Power and Glory Hall. <laughs> anyway. Don't I, do that to me, Kev. Anyway. You, you, oh, there's Jesus not a lot Christ. of people who can do what Ricochet can Ooh. do in, in the ring. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, big deal. There's so he, many he, of those guys. He needs, a, he needs a makeover, and he needs someone to oh. do the talking for him. And he should never, ever, ever, ever speak for himself. <coughs> oh, definitely you Never not. go back to those boy shorts, too, you were for a minute. They're <laughs> terrible. Oh, terrible. Terrible. And we've got a few comments uh, in, in the um, in the chat. Facebook user says, Rio will be recruited by Bianca for war game in exchange for a title shot. Uh, it's interesting, but I doubt it will happen. That, it's interesting, but it's too interesting for WWE. That's why I doubt it will happen. Also, Facebook user says rename Ricochet to Ricochella, <laughs> like Black Panther. Ricchella. So then he could be part of uh, the hurt business, right? Like literally. And Chris says in the chat, power and glory yes. hole for the win. I hate to say it, but that's certainly... Well, we did swerve into that one, didn't we? We did swerve into that one. We sure did, but it's true. But yeah, like, I don't know. That's an interesting question, though. And uh, that was a good one, actually, Kev. I like that one. But yeah, I would go with Dominic. It is what it is. But more importantly, what would you go with, Kev? Um, only because of NXT, I would go with Gorgana. Um, but based off of uh, performances on Raw right now, Dominic. If I hadn't been... But major NXT gotta, I would go Dominic as well come on Jeff you gotta give credit where credit's due dude all of the credit for Dominic goes to Rhea 100% of it is Rhea Rhea's got a lot to obviously she gets a lot of credit but 
Just for uh, the anyway. fact you can build up to the feud with his dad where he eventually takes the mask too, that's that's money right there. You Maybe know, I'm surprised they've totally thrown that away for now, man. Yeah. Well, he's got to build his own person up for a little bit, you know. He's got to get away from him for a little bit to have a chance. You can't just be Ray's puppy dog forever. <sighs> now he's Rhea's anyway. puppy dog, but at least it's something different. And I hate if they're, they're insinuating that they're, they're, that, that they're both screwing, right? Look, yeah. Like, if they're, if they're going to insinuate that shit, fucking go all in, no pun intended. I mean, at least have them patch or some shit, man. Like, they, they I don't might, know, man. Make me believe that they're screwing, at least. If we didn't know about Murphy, we might, we might think that, you know? It's stupid. People put their shit on Twitter too much. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Chris in the chat says he's good. Bring back Cena and have Dominic go over. Boom, x pack heat. <laughs> that would be fucking nuclear, dude. <laughs> oh, I was dude, just but... when he went over on AJ. Only oh, only if the man. LWO comes in and, and uh, <laughs> it becomes like a Nexus-style beatdown on, on uh, Cena. Do they come out with lawnmowers, though? They can come out with whatever the whatever they want. <laughs> I'm not being racist here. That's no, what they did not. in WWE. No, no. Hey, the the, the Mexicals. I like the we, we I like Kerwin White. I thought Chavo was hilarious as Kerwin White. Kerwin White was great. <laughs> Wrong timing, but bad timing. Listen, unfortunately, everybody is leaving NWA. You got a million free agents. So let's so you know Dra Dragon Lee La Rebellion and the Chris bunch Masters. Of Chris Masters. Well, he's not he's not Latin, at least to, to my knowledge. Oh, I was just gonna uh, say you said NWA people are Drago, you know, Ray Oris, you have you know, all of the all of them come in and lay the beat down on scene and then Dominic goes over and he's the new leader of the LWO. I'm fine with that. Can we you, bring you back Ray he and then, like, then Electra Lopez takes the, the rear Ripley spot because she she can also be his uh his mamacita. You already got Legado de Fantasma though. I don't think they would bring in I guess we're dream booking, it doesn't matter. That's all right. They're ghosts. That's what Fantasma means in in uh, Spanish. One, so, one's yeah. on Raw. One's on SmackDown. That's they, it. They'll, they'll never meet. <laughs> hey, well, speaking of meat, where is meat? Remember meat? Yeah, Stasiak. Stasiak. Where, where is the, he? The, the only meat I know is the guy from Porky's. <laughs> Porky's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Meat. Anyway. Speaking of glory holes, there. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, let's get back. <laughs> let's get back to the raw, shall we? Sure. And uh it is Austin Theory versus Shelton Benjamin in the next matchup as Austin Theory ends up winning by pinfall with an A town down. Um typical I mean this was nothing, it was pretty fast and that was that. Well Theory Jeff, got a win, it was nice to see Shelton again. Yep. And bon voyage, Shelton goes, right, Kev? Oh, yeah, until they come up with something for him. Yeah, it's, it's good to see him on TV, and Theory needs a win. <laughs> needs a win, but what was the point of the win? Because we'll get to that later on. Anyway, we we come back after that match as we get the Miz making his entrance and gets on the mic. He wants to speak to us with honesty before his match against Johnny Gargano tonight. And he says Johnny's interview is completely false, blatant, and a smear job. And he just can't believe that he has to defend himself to the media, his friends, and even his goddamn father. The only silver lining is that his agent's phone won't stop ringing and notable Hollywood person wants to tell his story with real Oscar buzz. In the meantime, he's spoken to his lawyers about moving forward with a defamation suit and his PR team is working on a formal response. 
Enter Johnny Gargano. He says he's always liked me as his dad. He's a very smart man. I actually don't mind him too, guys, just quietly. He can't in good conscience start this match without telling the truth about something he did. He has to blow the whistle on himself. He's so dumb. Because when he did that interview, he was hoping to shame the Miz into telling the truth and paying Dexter Loomis. But that didn't happen. So he realized he needed to he needed stronger evidence and he hired and he hired someone to get it. And that someone is the producer Miz was talking with, who was actually a private investigator wearing a hidden camera, and he has the footage here tonight. He whips out a universal remote that works on the Tron cheat and cues the video up. And then we see the Miz being flattered and asking to speak off the record. He admits that Gargano's story is true and lays out his case for not wanting to pay Dexter Loomis, claiming essentially that Loomis got paid in exposure and that was the end of it. But because we have our own resident lawyer here at the PWC, does Miz have any sort of claim he does what not. he's talking about. He does not. No, I mean, for one, he's a public figure, so you have to show absolute exactly. actual malice on top of the other grounds. And the other grounds, I mean, first of all, opinion is protected. So you can be wrong, but it can be your sincere opinion. Also, sure. the Miz would have to tr- prove falsity. He has to prove the falsity of it, which is going to be difficult to do because it seems like maybe there was some truth to it, as we learn later on. Even in this story, there's enough truth in it. And then you have to prove that it was published. Well, that's obvious. It was on TV. The third parties heard it. That's easy. It was on TV. And that they thought less of the Miz because of it. Miz is already looked upon as the dog shit on the bottom of the gum that you stepped on on your shoe. So what kind of what damages could he have suffered? So as your resident lawyer, I'm going to say, no, he cannot make a defamation case. Oh, well, if the man says that, then the man says that because that's exactly what will happen. He's got no leg to stand for, to stand on. I'm talking about the Miz. Then again, which- he has a high success rate in WWE court. He did get somehow the money in the bank case off of Otis in WWE court. So the laws in in, in WWE are, are obviously quite different in in that metaverse than in my metaverse. Well, I did forget that it, it's that they're its own universe and not exactly in our universe, apparently, right? So that's right. Kev, do you agree? I mean, but more importantly, did you like this segment? No, um, well, I agree, and I did not like this segment. Miz is great and very entertaining when he's realistic, when he's mean and cutthroat, when he when he says the stuff he shouldn't say, um, kind of like a uh, PG MJF. He's terrible when he's yeah. acting. There's a reason why he's in the, the Marine three and four and five, and not even Marine one. You know, he's terrible. He's, yeah, there's uh, when he's corny, he sucks. When he's realistic, he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, corny, corny segment. It took me a long time to actually respect him. Is and he's gained my respect. I mean, heck, he even married friggin' Maurice. So, right. I mean, shit. Let's be honest, boys. You started that. Got, yeah, that, he already won. Like, he won the Super Bowl, a life yeah. Super Bowl there. <laughs> Forever, like mm-hmm. literally, he won life. Put it that way. Anyway, yeah. we move on to the next matchup between Johnny Fucking Wrestling versus The Miz. And uh, this was a bit of a back and forth match, but the Miz ends up winning by pinfall with a lateral press. Uh, before that, he demands a referee check under the ring and then clocks Johnny with a turnbuckle, and that was how we got the win. Post match, though, we get Dexter Loomis comes down and hits the Miz with a chair. He takes a seat briefly until security comes running after him and he makes his escape through the crowd, and we still get the same old bullshit, right, Kev? 
Yeah, um, I don't know how his character, they expect him to work as a face, you know, um, unless he's just drawing cartoons and stuff like a child. Uh, he, he needs to go heal if there, he has a chance to make it and be like a Dexter stalkery kind of character, you know? Yeah, fucking give, serve him his own medicine, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, should... they told yeah. us the story. The story sucked, but at least they told us the story, so now we're done with it. And... I sort of liked the heel tactics of The Miz and how he won the match. That, that was clever. It was like a very sort of throwback to like a Jerry Lawler kind of thing in like 84, like that he would do in Memphis or in the AWA. It was that kind of that kind of Tully Blanchard, Jerry Lawler. Again, I'm talking like early 80s kind of heel move, Larry Zavisco kind of move. I like that. And the one thing I will add to it is that Dexter Loomis is 40 years old. And my God, his 40 must be 4.3. He was booking. Did you see how fast he was running across that? He's quick, oh, man. He, he is fast. Is he really 40 years old? Like, seriously, he can't be 40. If he's not 40, he's 39. I'm going to look that up, actually, but you're probably yeah. right. I, I'm, I'm going to take a bit, or not a bit, but, I but guess. I, but, I mean, I think all of this, I mean. I'll if, say 36, just quietly. I, I got the answer. 38. <laughs> 38? Oh, he's 38. Okay. Close What's enough. What's his birthday? Yeah. Um, January. September. Oh, no, January. Right. January 17th. So he turns 39 in, in, in a two months. Of. All right. Um, anyway. He's pretty much 40, so when we get When we get to what was the most controversial part of the night and say, what happens next? I'll tell you what happens next because it's going to... It's going to... Go for it. It can Please. fix them all. But no, well, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> a bunch of people have lost their way. Ah, nice. Very nice. They definitely did lose their way. <laughs> if you know what we're and what talking a nice about. If you know, you know. These stories and just put them all back together again. Well, if anyone gets it, please let us know in the chat because I like that. That was you good. Indy gets the way or not? Ah. You think Indy gets the way? Yeah, I think I think that if they do this, that, that she loses to Electra Lopez. She gets really upset with herself. And while she's distraught, then we see you know, a picture drawn and Dexter takes her out again this time, but this time he doesn't surrender himself to the police. He says he's he has a note that says this time you're coming with me. Or 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 this time I don't I'm not leaving without you. And yes. Jeez. And they, they could use a little tag team in the women's division as well. I mean, you know, so I can not... see him going back that way actually though, guys. I really can for some reason. The After... way to... all these people individually are boring. Together they're good. Yeah, that condom fit, bit they had was hilarious. Uh, I could flop on Dexter as a face if uh, they all go back together. Well, if that's the way to go, then that's the way to go, especially after what happened later on in the show, but we'll get to that. I mean, it'll make total sense for everybody to, uh, you know, get together and and they go a certain way. They find their way. They find their way. They truly find their way again. We do get a comment um, in the chat. It is by Chris. Uh, will the way translate to the main roster? Well, might the reality TV aspect garner interest? That's a tricky question, guys. Jeff, I think it will. you can I answer mean, that. When an act works together, when they have come... Listen, for me to have an interest in a 155-pound wrestler, Indy Hartwell, who I don't think is any good, Candice LeRae, who I don't think is any good... Candice LeRae is the worst. Get I think she's the famous Dakota Kai... The only one out of the, you know, I mean, Austin Theory, I think, had potential. I mean, and still does. I like Austin Theory. And Dexter Loomis, you know, could be something, but he sort of is 
trapped in what he is. So he has to be in an act for, you know, otherwise you can't be big Bubba Rogers forever, uh, but that's all he can do. So, uh, so yeah, I do think the way will translate. And if they don't have to wrestle, I think their skits will be funny. I mean, the one thing I'll give Gargano is he's very clever. He's very smart and he's smart and he can do wrestling comedy and he can lead them as heels or faces and it'll be good enough. It's, it'll be, it's a good mid card act. First of all, I just want to say before I get to Kev, the thing that annoys me about Gargano, one, his face is very Italian, right? If hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Sorry, no offense, Kev. <laughs> no offense, right? But no, but you, no, but you don't look like that typical Italian. Like if you look at Gargano, he's got that typical fucking. He looks like, like you. What are you talking about? Yeah, you have a typical Italian. Hey, hey, hey! Careful, guys. <laughs> they say I've got a typical Italian. I might have a typical Greek. I know you're Greek, but, but you're yeah, Greek, that's uh, it. You don't Greek at all. Me shit all you want, please. I know I do, but anyway, <laughs> hey, even even uh, you know your your stepson fucking says I look Latino. That's something. If Frank can hear me, thank you. <laughs> well, it ain't Greek. <laughs> well, I did say Greco, and he said me too. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Look, anyway, um, my point is, he's got a real typical Italian head. Hey, man, I can't get away from you guys, Kev. Anyway, like my significant other is Italian. Most of my friends are damn Italian, but this guy's got the paisano head of a paisano head. If I ever saw one, even Champa, Champa's got a, like a typical, like Italian. If you guys understand Lies. where I'm coming from, Lice Italian too. Is he? He's a Lice yeah. Italian. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, but you know what? He can pass as all sorts of things. Like he doesn't have a typical Italian. Aramaic. Yeah. Yeah, like he could be whatever. Like. <laughs> but Champa More and Gargano, light. they got the height. You know what I mean? And they got their heads. Sumerian. Sumerian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's move on, guys. Let's move on from that. Uh anyway, we get the next matchup. Actually, no, post match afterwards, after what I already said about the post match thing between the Miz and Gargano. But after that we go backstage because we get Nikki Cross, he's pacing with damage control while Dakota Kai talks up how similar they are as EO Sky tells her to destroy Dana Brooke and Bailey tells her to let it all out tonight as we go to that next matchup between Dana Brooke your 24-7 champion versus Nikki Cross and it is for your 24-7 championship you mean you mean women's intercontinental championship (laughs) (laughs) it fucking is at this point I mean shit you might as well call it that I mean is does this become your defector the USA championship like instead of TBS championship is your women. I know Dana wants it to be that, but if it is, then our truth is your most uh, reigning women's intercontinental champion. You can't do that. I'm sure he'd be cool with it though. He man. would be, but the snowflakes would be like, "How dare you have our truth?" You know, like a man is God your 55 damn. time champion, and no one's ever going to be a 55 time champion. I think it might be over 55 now. You I'm can't drive hardcore champion. Yeah. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but no less, Nikki Cross ends up winning the WWE 24-7, or should we call it, the Women's IC Championship by pinfall. We'll call it trash, because fish- that's where she tried to throw it in, but she missed. Apparently. Well, yeah, so what does that mean? I mean, she did win with the Fisherman Neckbreaker, and we might as well call it trash, but it missed. 
what does this mean? Are we done with this? Is it going to become the women's IC title? No, it's gone. It's done. I think officially, on the website, it's done already. I think. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's been retired. One hundred percent. We can confirm no, that. No, nothing's one hundred percent. It's wrestling. Let me look that up, man. We got to look this shit up. Why? Uh, because we need to know for sure. Where, where are you going to look it up? I am right now, as we speak. As a matter of fact, let's see. Is it done? Is it not? Yes, it is done. Uh, it states November 9, 2022 is the date it actually officially retired. The so day there you have it. the music died. It's gone, man. I'm sad. Our truth's Migos and, and his belt yeah. is baby girls too. That's so sad, dude. Like, I'm so, like, sad. Anyway, not really. I'm glad it's gone. That's the truth. But um, anyway, let's move on from there. I guess Nikki fucking trash. Ends up being your last WWE 24-7 champion. She's a hero for getting rid of that title. Ah, she wins my vote. <laughs> Kev? Finally did something heroic. Nikki? Finally. Yeah. Nikki trash, man. Anyway. Uh, we come back from commercial as we get damage controller walking backstage and Nikki Cross just throws a 24-7 championship in the garbage, as we are saying. Those here, they interviewed about Maya Yim and they put her over as an equalizer and they're going to go out and celebrate and the bill's on her you fucking tight ass guys who makes the cheek pay for everyone anyway <laughs> it is what it is uh guess who comes out next so fellas because i think it's that time we can you know what i mean get into this shit it is seth rollins making his entrance he gets on the mic he's here to have a redo on the open challenge because he made a promise and he intends to keep it. This month marks 10 years of Seth Rollins in WWE. Oh my God. Have we really been watching this shit for that fucking long, guys? Shit. Anyway, and what a ride it's been. We've, we've been with him through all the highs and lows and ups and downs and wins and losses and all the titles. In just a few short weeks, he's made the United States Championship the title, the title on Raw. And it's time to get down to business and see who wants to take a shot. Here comes Mustafa Ali. He appears on the Tron. He says Seth doesn't have to look any further because he's going to be... He gets yanked aside and beaten up. Bobby Lashley then appears and says Ali won't be accepting any, no challenge. And there's two reasons. He isn't the United States Champion anymore. He took care of Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel. And now he's going to make Seth pay. Mustafa then runs back in and they fight a little more. And Bob knocks him into the background. And accepts the challenge but first we go to a break but as we come back we get entrances and Lashley beating Rollins down on the floor before the bell throwing him into the barricade charging him for the spear but Seth counts with the super kick throwing Lashley into the steel Rollins then wants a pedigree but Lashley counts with a back body drop and mounted punches security and referee swarm Lashley keeps beating Seth down and rams him into the post before slamming him through the announced desk as Austin Theory comes down with the fucking Money in the Bank briefcase. And we go to the break. And then we go to Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins. For yes, the WWE United States Championship. I said that right. The WWE United States Championship. Theory with a hard elbow cover. We get a cross leg brain buster over the knee. Still no fireman's carry. Rollins slips out. Underhooks Austin. He slips out and hits a pedigree of his own. Seth Rollins will not stay down though. Fireman's carry a second time. Seth slips out. Theory into the post. 
Off the ropes, back body drop sends the challenger to the floor. Rolling thunder, counter power bomb, basement super kick, elbow, death blow. Seth is running hot, pulling himself up, charging in. Austin catches him with the eight down down as Bobby Lashley pulls referee Chad Patton out of the ring. Lashley then beats Theory down on the floor, putting him head first into the post and throwing him into the barricade and into the post a second time and he chokes Austin out with a hurt lock. Bob then leaves and the referee wakes up, starts his count, Theory beats the count, Seth is right there, blackout, uno, dos, tres, it is done and dusted, thanks to, I guess, the birthday boy's big man himself in Bobby Lashley, oh no, it's, it's shaking, it's Kev, can't you feel it, can't you, it's shaking bro, my drink is going everywhere, <laughs> he's gyrating down there, but it is, Jeff's superhero obsession. Oh! <laughs> it's coming, guys. And it goes. <laughs> Are you okay, Jeff? Are you okay? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh boy. What do we have here? Jeff, what the fuck is going on? I didn't know you could cash in for the United States Championship, bro. What the fuck? I guess you can cash in on any title, right? Um, didn't Charlotte once uh, cash in on uh, try to cash in on the NXT Women's Championship? But she said she did never. She? Yeah. Um, and she did win it though, didn't she? Yeah, Rhea, right? Yeah, from Rhea. Rhea still hasn't gotten her revenge. Anyway, um, I, I like this entire segment. I thought what Austin Theory did was stupid, but. Uh, for those people who are Seth Rollins fans, it, it kept him strong. I guess they decided Austin Theory isn't ready. They wanted to get rid of this thing. It does make Austin Theory look like a dumbass, but he is a dumbass. It made Lashley look strong as hell. He beat the shit out of everyone. It made Ali look like a zero, and if Ali is a zero, so I love that. So I'm okay with all of it if what we realize is that Austin Theory has just lost his way and his wrestling father finds him to show him the way again. If they do, don't do that, then I don't know what they're doing with they're them. They're doing that because Triple H wants that. I'm so, guaranteed. It's gonna, and if they're doing that, that way. I'm completely fine with all of it because him being a dumbass kid, cashing in on title, not just it's a less route, but a title he's already held. I mean, is, is I double know. stupid. Which is fucking um, retarded, dude. But that's part of his character. He's fucking retarded. I mean, I guess he smelled it. He, he smelled blood in the water. It looked like Seth was dead. And, and so he wanted to get an easy win, but Lashley wasn't playing that, and Seth, Seth is more resilient than, than he thought. So, you know, he was dumb all around, which is uh, okay with which is okay with me, because what when you're a dumb, wayward kid, you need your father to show you the way. I guess you're right, but we'll see where that goes. Kev, doesn't yeah. need to be shown the way. Absolutely, and uh, I, I love this segment too. It, it's how his character probably would have acted. He's young, dumb, full cum, you know? He's like, he's got everything handed to him. His dad left, so he needs to give his new dad, his old dad, his other old dad, just got to right. show him away now. And then uh, what would it have done? Like, uh, if he fought Roman Reigns and lost in three minutes, it doesn't help Roman Reigns, it doesn't help him. At least this keeps Seth strong, an advanced storyline, you know, or it's the start of his new storyline. You know, it's 
more fitting to his character. But it do doesn't help him at all to get squashed by Roman Reigns. It doesn't help Roman Reigns. I yeah, he's still 24 years old or 25. Yeah, I know. I, I know he's going to Absolutely. But I feel like it would have done. I think this has done more damage to him than Roman Reigns burying him in three minutes. Honestly. I'll tell you mm. why. Because, first of all, what dumbass goes for the United States Championship? A dumb team, a cocky. I know he's not a team, but the 24 year olds are like 18 year olds in wrestling. His 30 year olds are like 25 year olds, storyline wise, personality wise. He's like a yeah, team but... character. He's like a high school kid. They're, they think they're the man. They wanted an easy win, wants to show off, you know, show the new belt to his hot girl. He knows he knows he can't beat Roman Reigns. He knows that too. So he wants to get the one he can beat. He, he was... Maybe he believed yeah. Seth. When Seth said, I have made this the most important title on Raw, maybe he believed him. He's like, huh, that makes sense. Uh, well, either way. That's pretty retarded. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Either way, but hey, guess what, Jeff? We got a special comment in the chat because yeah. Big Ray Hernandez says, Happy birthday, Jeff. May your days be full of shirtless, old up men who are willing to do absolutely anything for you, Jeff. Love, <laughs> Big Ray Hernandez. <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't want to get into that, what happens between you two getting all oily. Listen, I haven't had a four-hour podcast with him. That's all I got to say. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say, check, check yourself before you before wreck I yourself. Rickety, how does that really wreck myself when that show is my most downloaded show ever? People love love. <laughs> I'm just saying. That should tell you something. Great you know what it tells me? When I search for that show, I find it under rom-com. So that's, that's all you need to know. Excuse me? Yeah. When <laughs> I the... search it under podcast type genre, it says rom-com. You know what that says? Romantic comedy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You didn't. I did. You know what? I'm not going to get into that, Jeff. I don't want to get into that right really? here. I bet you would. But because it is your friggin' birthday... Happy fucking birthday, Jeff, even though you don't deserve it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking wiggle it just a little bit, Jeff. Because I'm sure he's going to get a lot of love, love once he gets off the show. Because not only will he become Captain America while he's in bed. I'll be a Yes. Well, you could become all sorts of things by oh. lots of it. Oh, where did he go? Is he going for a surprise? Oh god. Is it gonna be up oh uh oh oh. <laughs> oh my goodness, the fireman. What happened to Kevin? <laughs> Who's that, Jeff? This is your birthday present come to life. Wow, this is great. <laughs> this is the best birthday present ever. <laughs> and he's driving to the song. I mean look at that. He's doing my dance. He's doing your dance. Can you do the electric boogaloo? Can you do the That's white the man over In a mask? Oh boy. Anyway, guys, like I said, happy birthday to you once again, Mr. Lippman. Happy birthday to you. We're all celebrating your birthday. What are you, 75 now? Or? No, is that, that, that 99 is right. <laughs> 99. Plenty of years. Just, it was the old Oh man, I thought it was Iron Man as well. Why, Kev? Just I, thought was, I thought it was That's Iron Man. That is cruel. I got you. Damn. I got you. you know there was a freaking rapist here in Australia called Mr. Cruel? 
Huh? Yeah, well, now if you don't know, now you know. Cool ending saying. for the show. Cool ending. It is your birthday after all. But anyway, Jeff, since it's your birthday, tell them where they can find you. And um, on Twitter, at Chris MD. Follow along, you'll get all the fun. You can also find me here on the PWC next to Jimmy T. On occasion, I'm even with the Dollar Wrestling Club guys, so follow them. Sometimes I'm on Channel Attitude, sometimes I'm on Honey Media Group. I'm on Hangover, which is a wrestling podcast I do with Steve Pena. We just dropped an episode this uh, today, actually, earlier today. Uh, we'll probably go in more to bi-weekly on that one. Uh, and Garden of Doom and Garden Views are my non-wrestling podcast. Garden of Doom is esoteric, religious, philosophy, theosophy, alternative history, real history, geopolitics, and pop culture, sci-fi, cryptids, things that go bump in the night, UFOs, you name it, we got it in the Garden of Doom. Garden of Doom tends to be more topical. Uh, a lot of legal theme stuff, but things that could be useful to everybody. Things that I at least think would be interesting, like cannabis law. That's something I'm into, just quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Jeff? I'm sure I forgot all sorts of shit, but it doesn't matter. Well, next, Mr. Sexy time Kevin Panetta. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. So tell them where they can find you, my man. Uh, you follow me at Dollar Club Wrestling on all social media. Check out uh, next Thursday at 8 p.m. the Dollar Club Wrestling Podcast. We have a lot of good stories to talk about. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, I'm doing an event where uh, I'm bringing in the Sandman, the hardcore icon, the Sandman. We uh, brought him to do a meet and greet. So we're going to be hanging out with Sandman for three hours from 6 to 9 p.m. tomorrow night. That'll And um, I'm actually working for Outbreak Wrestling now. I got five defense books. That's all in front of talent. So I'll have a bunch of new uh, stories. That's, uh, that's Uncle Slam. Uncle Slam is my new wrestling name. Yes. <laughs> See that? That's the actual autograph card of the Sandman. Nice. Yeah. From a few years ago, yeah. So really, Kevin, really you nice. are actually now a professional wrestler. That's right. Uncle it, Slam. He is. Working he under, is Kevin Kelly, under Kevin Kelly. Kevin <laughs> Kelly. The Kevin Kelly? Oh, really? Did you send them my audition tape? Yeah, yeah. I'll show them. Really? really? No, no, yeah. really. The yep. Kevin Kelly? Yes, sir. Hey, look at that. That's why he's I'm the motherfucking Dollar King. to work with the Doctor of Fashion. No, oh, man. They all want to work with the Dollar King himself. Mr. Sexy Tom Kevin Panetta at Dollar Club Wrestling. Oh. But, man. Yes. Did you? Was there something else you needed to say? public tpublic.com search for uh dollar club wrestling we got tons of new merch uh, mugs uh public t public how do you spell that so for all our listeners and uh viewers know exactly where to go t-e-e-p-u-b-l-i-c.com buy iphone cases shirts onesies uh masks shirts dollar club wrestling gear well you know what any color We've actually got similar merch at a similar website, except our one is called Red Bubble, where you can find all of our PWC merch. I never promote it. Really? Yeah, we do. We've actually had it for a long time. I just don't really promote that one. Because it just doesn't well, sound as good. Why don't you have some sensors so we can wear it on the shows? Yeah, well, our logos like are always stuff. Done. Mugs. The thing about Red Bubble, they make a big percentage. They will start like selling shit like from mugs to bibs but it ain't no fun if we ain't making no money either Jeff that's the problem <laughs> you know what I mean as I the know. song we, we buy our own merch it's like dating your sister you know <laughs> well and remind me I've got to send you a friggin picture Kev to get us on actual uh, pro wrestling tees did you promote pro wrestling tees by the way no I'm, I'm pushing the other one more because it's more uh, I make more money on that one 
make more money on the other one. But it sounds cooler that you go to pro yeah. wrestling schools. Uh, go to Dollar Club Wrestling on ProWrestlingTees.com as well, too. There's tons of cool merch. We got some our Mischief Night shirts from our wrestling match. You can buy the Razor shirt and the uh, Rock Hard Recognize shirt, too. You better recognize for sure. Recognize him. And if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects. Please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.popping.com where you can find all our shows. Also, please subscribe at channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get to hear me and see me and Jeff for the last five or six weeks and possibly Kev. You never know who you're going to run into for five bucks at channelattitude.com where we specifically talk all things AEW. Like and subscribe at the hustle, hamimediagroup.popping.com, the blow-off pod, and everywhere else that I've probably missed. Did I mention Dollar Club once again? Even like and subscribe at dollarclubwrestling.com. Well, no, not .com. Just at Dollar Club Wrestling at YouTube. And I think that's about it. So insane that I'm Jimmy T. He's the birthday boy, evil, oldest, fuck Jeff Lippman. And that is the Dollar King and the sexiest man from Pennsylvania, Kevin Panetta. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network. See yous. Hey, I plan to evil, my friends. Shelton Benjamin. I, I don't know over. if the officials saw it because of their placement on the top, but hey! Right. Town down. He looks to have it. Theory, can he put him away? Yes, he can. See ya! See ya, says Otis. 
good night. When I did that Byron interview, I was hoping the public would shame the Miz and he would finally tell the truth and actually pay Dexter Loomis. But that did not happen. So I realized I needed stronger evidence against the Miz. You know that big Hollywood movie producer you had dinner with? She was actually a private investigator. And she was wearing a hidden camera. And I happened to have the footage. Everything Johnny was saying. goes under, nobody gets paid, am I right? What happened last week with, after what, oh my god! god! Ball game! Ball game! Not made to it! He's Where does Dana Brooke fit into all this? Into this equation? I think she fits right for the victory here to here. put away Dana Brooke, and she is the new 24-7 champion. We tried 
to find someone to take care of our real problems. And we still haven't found that someone. That someone, she found the old sea. Shorty checking my page, she followed my fashion. My life is a film, 
and Gab's the lead. She's so precious to me as the air that I breathe. Time to fuel up the jet. D-Way jersey to drip. Lamborghinis to match. Got three Gs on the strip. These haters beneath us as I'm lacing my sneakers. Season 16, Lamborghinis and Nemas. I'm shooting my shot, every car that I cop, every record I break, every rock in my watch, every step that I take, still won't stop no mistakes, I'm talking major league, never minimum wage, so proud to be niggas, the descent of a slave, motorcade, serve who Mercedes, so get out my way, tangerine, still in my slippers, still twisting up dank, shed a tear for all my homies, black boy in the gates, let's find a masseuse, then inspire the youth, if it's best for the hood, then let's call it a truce. My chains get tangled, these niggas be hateful. My mama's still praying, so really I'm grateful. I'm still here, looking through the window, watching the days go by, watching the sun rise. Why don't you try? to break for a positive fate had the world in your bones but he called him a case shed a tear in the court he got boxed in the crate then they shook him up north mom just sat in the days the bottles on ice the models be nice we call it running shoot any problems tonight serve them like boris becker i want 200 checkers so if they want to slow our records it just won't affect us take my boys to mecca all my niggas blessing smoking with my dogs you can smell the relish, they try to give me hell, I bet I get to heaven. I stay away from 12, I'm such a gifted felon. I'm seated on the floor, she can see the loafers. Showing love to the season ticket holders. Showing love to the season ticket holders. Showing love to the season ticket holders. We do this for the city, you. What? The whole city. I'm still here, looking through the window, watching the days go by. Watching the sun rise, why don't you try? Aha, aha, aha. I'm still here, looking through the window, watching the days go. Now, how's it feel, dog? Watching the sun rise, why don't you try? How's it feel? Yeah, it feel great, baby. I, I knew it was South Beach until I got an NBA. I just want you to know that, my boy. Hey, listen, we put on for the city 16 years, five finals, three rings. We put those trophies over our head. We put on for the. Man, let me calm down, man, for I'll say something up in this booth, Dad. You ain't the motherfucking Mr. 305, nigga. Do what you do. Nigga, I got my own county. Listen, the love in this city has been crazy, man. I appreciate it, dog. Thanks for giving my own county. I told these niggas, man, you got the beach. I got cross that bridge. Nigga can't play with us, man. Can't do nothing around here, bro. Hey, Ross. Man, they nothing but love, baby. Big homie, you know what it is. Always. Shits, three rays later though. Uh -huh, uh -huh. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.